Hello and welcome to this Gateway House podcast. My name is Sridevi Nambia and today I will be talking to Ambassador Neelam Deo, Director at Gateway House. Ambassador Deo will be talking about the High Court of Bangladesh's recent decision to consider a petition challenging the status of Islam as an official religion in the country. So Neelam, um, Bangladesh has been polarized over the issue of Islam since its independence. What does the petition challenging Islam as the official religion spell for Bangladesh as a country, specifically since it has recently witnessed the rise of religious extremism and violence against bloggers, foreigners and minorities? I think we need to be clear on the details. This is a petition which the court in Bangladesh will now admit and begin hearings. These these petitions were actually, the petition was originally introduced decades ago by representatives of minority religions and leaders of human rights institutions in Bangladesh. However, at that time, it was not felt expedient by the court to actually take up the case and the minorities themselves did not uh, pursue it because uh, the uh, Islamization of Bangladesh itself was underway Mm -hmm. and the relationship between the government which actually sought to expand the role of Islam uh, was not conducive to even the courts being able to take up an issue like this. Now you have a situation where there is certainly some kind of confrontation on these issues, but the government in Bangladesh is trying to restore the secular ethos of the liberation struggle, of the grudges that the people of Bangladesh had against the then Pakistan government in terms of the suppression of the Bengali language and a secular culture uh, which the people had practiced for centuries. Uh, Therefore, if Bangladesh is to be true to its own secular impulses, its own cultural uh, expression, then uh, it has to be a secular nation. And that, that is why this is a complex question, but it is not an issue that the government in Bangladesh has as yet taken any position on. Therefore, we have to wait and see how the courts deal with these issues. At this moment, sometimes it can seem as if the confrontation is higher than before because of the violent attacks against bloggers who have been killed, against two foreign aid workers, But in fact, when the government does not provoke this kind of violence, uh, I think that over the long term, these kinds of confrontations actually go down. So you sort of touched upon this a little bit, but the timing of this revived interest in moving away from Islam as a state religion, right, when the government has also been quite firm in trying war criminals from the 1971 War of Independence, Do you think it holds any significance? And do you think um, the government is likely to support this move as well? You know, I think that that precisely is the convergence which is taking place. The government 
is trying uh, those people from mainly the Jamaat-e-Islami, but who have been allies of the Bangladesh National Party, which has been in government under uh, Begum Khalida Zia. But the government is at the moment, the tribunal, in fact, uh, has been set up, which is trying the criminals of the war of liberation of Bangladesh. Precisely those people who, in support of the Pakistan army, which committed really genocide during this period, but also focused attacks on minorities, especially the Hindu minority, which it had sought to identify with India. Uh, therefore, all of these trends are coming together with the war crimes trials that are underway with the revival of this petition in the courts in Bangladesh and with many Bangladeshis, especially young ones, uh, wanting to live in a more open atmosphere, uh, not bound down, not suppressed by pretending that those are religious uh, concerns uh, and who want to be able to express themselves, who want to feel that they are part of the global liberal society movements. Um, my final question, what, if any, implications does this hold for Bangladesh's relations with India? And does India have any incentive in sort of welcoming or encouraging Bangladesh's move towards secularism? You must be clear, this is not as yet a move towards secularism. The government has not taken any position on these things. It will wait to see how the, how the courts uh, proceed. Mm -hmm. And also, it will have to take its own uh, very judicious, careful steps, depending on the reaction to whatever happens in the mm -hmm. judicial system. Uh, India has followed a policy with Bangladesh and with other neighbors of not interfering in their internal affairs. So India does not have to interfere in these affairs either. Does India have concerns? Yes, it has concerns. When the Hindu minority in Bangladesh is oppressed, there is an outcry in India from their co-religionists here. And there has been over the last uh, 70 years since the independence of India, there has been a slow seeping out of the Hindu minority from Bangladesh and from East Pakistan before that into India. Uh, therefore, it is a matter of our interest. But on the other hand, it does not help the minorities in any way if India takes too strong a position uh, on these issues. Um, I think we have to remember that India is itself a secular democratic uh, uh, country and we welcome the spread of secularism, the acceptance of secularism in any country in the world. This is as true of Bangladesh as of other neighbors like Sri Lanka or of Myanmar or anywhere in the world. <coughs> we must remember though one thing which makes it very sensitive in Bangladesh that secularism has unfortunately been identified by military governments in Bangladesh with India. So if you take a secular position, you are condemned for being pro-Indian. And that is unfortunate because it is not, there is not necessarily that kind of uh, coincidence. Uh, 
but uh, the more secular that our neighbors are, all of them, Bangladesh, Pakistan, Nepal, whoever, uh, the better it is in terms of interpersonal relationships. And then the governments of the various countries and the government of India uh, can work together without finding these kinds of adverse reactions, where in Bangladesh it became that if you cooperated with India, you were anti-Islam, uh, which is of course uh, not, not the case uh, at all. So while government of India needs to move carefully, we must wait and the lead will be taken by the government of Bangladesh itself on a response to what happens in the judicial process. Uh, but if the, the urge for a more open secular uh, dispensation among the people of Bangladesh is certainly a welcome development. Um, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. You are listening to the Gateway House podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. If you have any suggestions for us, please leave it in the comments below. You can find us on Twitter, SoundCloud and iTunes. Thank you.